Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Canon Chatter TV. For I guess it's a I guess it's a lock-in. Um, obviously, you know, instant reaction to um, what was basically a disastrous night of, of, of football. Um, so yeah, me and Stephen are here, biting the bullet, um, and we're going to talk about um, that game. So yeah, um, I don't know if we should run the intro or we should just get into it, Stephen. What do you think? Yeah, run the intro. Give me a reset yeah. just to catch up on things. <laughs> no worries. So we'll run the intro, guys, and we'll see you on the other side. So yes, people, 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 we are live. We are live. G Talks Arsenal here, your host uh, for tonight's show. Um, not a planned show, not a scheduled show, and and sure isn't a a show and a mood that you know we really wanted to be coming at you tonight. Obviously, but you know what? We thought to ourselves, we're not hiding, we're not running away from tonight's performance and tonight's show. Um, as Bobby said in our WhatsApp group, we're gonna we're gonna do this stream with our chest. Because we are indeed the Arsenal. Um, and it is what it is. Um, regardless of tonight's result, we are still fourth. And we are still in that Champions League spot. Um, so, yeah. Stephen. <laughs> Where do we start? I think the best place to start is probably with the lineup. Um, so, yeah. Those of you in the chat, those of you who joined us, you know what? Big up yourselves. Big up yourselves. Um, and obviously, we've got Lee in there straight away with I'm speechless. Yeah, two right, man. Absolutely speechless. Um, but yeah, we will start with the lineup um, before we get into it, because I feel like this is going to be an emotional show. Um, and to be honest, me and Stephen have always avoided doing these shows because obviously, you know, watching your team and the team you love, um, it gets emotional and it can be reactionary. But you know what? Like I said, we're not hiding. We're the Arsenal. So, um, obviously, the lineup came out um, at 6.45, um, about an hour before kickoff. And obviously, we started with uh, Ramsdale in goal, Tommy, a back four of Tommy, um, holding Gabriel and Cedric, uh, with a midfield of Elneny, Xhaka um, and Odegaard, and a front three of um, Saka, Martinelli and Nketiah. Now, obviously, with the with the lineup coming out, um, not many surprises yet. So what were your um, general thoughts and feelings, Stephen, when obviously the lineup um, came out? So it's, we won with the same lineup um, against Leeds. Um, I think, you know, it, it, I was half expecting Ben might be back in, um, but I think it just kind of showed tonight he wasn't ready. Um, but credit to him that he actually wanted to be, yeah, in the squad, you yeah. know, um, even if he wasn't ready. But uh, do you know what? I can't really fault the lineup, you know, yeah. based on what we have, what we have available. There was nothing else really you could do, you know. And this is unfortunately goes back to, to what we sort of have said since January, and that you know, the, the fact that we feel to strengthen the squad, and all of a sudden, all we have is. A very very small squad of eighteen players. Yeah, you know it's come back to bite us, and we always said it would come back to bite us. You know, with Tierney out injured, we had um, Ben Maida injured. You know, Saka has been 
flirting with an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Asu's been out injured so much. It's just, it was clear we needed more players. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, um, parties out. Sambi, I don't know what, Sambi Lukonga just doesn't seem to be able to get a game. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, from what we had available, it was the, it was the best squad that we mm-hmm. could have put. You know, you could argue you put Tommy Asu on the right, Cedric on the left. Six of one, really. Yep. Um, you could have played Tommy Asu on the right and put Tavares at the left. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's pretty clear Tavares is probably on his way out. Yep. You know, either on permanent or on loan. Um, the fact that he's not getting games and, you know, Tommy Asu's playing there. So, yeah, um, I was all right with the lineup. Um, I, I was happy when I seen Romero out for them. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought, you know, that, was it Sanchez came in? Dalgon Sanchez, Sanchez came in for them. Yeah. I hadn't um, played since like kind of mid, like end, Jan- end, end of January, mid February, kind of, I, I heard. Yeah, I mean, bear in mind, he's a Colombian international, but. Yeah. You know, he hasn't played much. And then obviously alongside Eric Dyer. And you're kind of thinking, you know, we should be able to get at them. Mm. Um, but again, well, I'm, I'm sure we'll come on to some of the performances in a minute. But I think it showed again tonight where we are a bit lightweight in certain areas. Mm. So, what was your thoughts? Yeah, like, I, to be honest, echo everything you said. Um, you know, I wasn't, I, I even tweeted, you know, team news, you know, thumbs up, let's go. Um, I was pretty happy with the lineup. Um, like you said, you know, everything you've said in terms of squad availability, in terms of, you know, what, what you know, Arteta at this point has at his disposal. Um, I didn't have any qualms with the lineup. So, um, yeah, pretty happy. And by all accounts, like, you know, I don't know what you made of the first kind of 10, 15 minutes. Um, but it was, you know, from, from from the from the moment the game kicked off, um, it felt like a right scrap. Um, that's what it felt like. It felt as though um, both teams were definitely up for the game, um, and it was very competitive. It was very very physical. It was a very competitive game, and 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 obviously, um, you know, it felt like a North London derby. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what it felt like, um, and you kind of felt like the game was on a knife's edge. You know, before, obviously, we'll get into, obviously, the decisions and stuff and, you know, the fact that we played against 12 man tonight. Uh, but it felt like it was on the knife's edge. Uh, it really did for me. Um, but, yeah, what did you make of the start in terms of, like, the first kind of 10 minutes or so? First 10, 15 minutes, I thought we controlled the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they didn't get a couple of opportunities to break at us. But I think, you know, we were breaking up anything they were coming at, you know. We knew what was going to happen was they would let us have the ball and they were trying to hit us in the counter attack. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it looked like we were prepared for that. We were breaking off any opportunities. We were quick to the ball. We were quick to, you know, to try and get at them. Um, so, you know, I thought, as I say, overall, we were, for the first 10, 15 minutes, we were the better team. And yeah, I was yeah. sitting there going, okay, um, I think we might, we might be okay tonight. I, I've yeah. never, I don't think I was ever massively confident we were going to get the win. Mm. Um, but I thought the main thing is don't lose. Yeah. And I, in that sort of first 10, 15 minutes, I was going, yeah, we'll, we'll be okay here. You know, I think we might get a result. Um, and then obviously it all all went downhill from there. But yeah, yeah I mean, we started off well. I think we, we came out of the blocks firing. And I, I kind of felt that I think 
the Spurs would have been expecting that. Yeah. Um, and I think we we needed to make the most of it, you know, and unfortunately we didn't create very much, mm. but we did, you know, we, we were controlling it without creating, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, again, it shows where we lack just a little bit in certain areas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, the, the fact that we couldn't create anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be positive at the minute. Um, <laughs> although I'm, I mean, Struggling, I'm sure yeah. like every other Arsenal fan, I'm hurting right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. hurting. Yeah. Well, let's let's go to the comments because uh, obviously, you know, they're, they're, you know exactly how we feel is exactly how you know the entire fan base feels. Apart from some very special and weird ones out there that are probably you know rejoicing at the fact that we've lost tonight. Um, but yeah, um, Sam Wilson here. You know, big up Sam. Um, yo, both of you, respect for doing this shows the character this channel has. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sam. Um, this is Luca's life. Top four is over. Uh, we'll probably get onto that a little bit later in the show because I guess in we'll all have our thoughts. Um, you know, some will be kind of immediate. Um, I guess you know we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit later. I think there's a lot to talk about before we get to that point. Um, Robert here. Hi, Robert. Um, just saying, lads. Um, nice to have you this evening. Uh, Lee Meadows um, still in our hands, which is a hundred percent true you know we're still a point ahead with two games to go and we win our next two games and we secure top four that's for sure um sam again here as lee has put we are we are a point in front so it's in our hands it's down to us to win both games absolutely uh jim here say i think the main lesson we learn is we need to pay the refs more (laughs) 100 percent mate uh big mics yes big up yourself um the occasion got to certain players today Still a young squad and a lot to learn. Um, I yeah, definitely. Um, and like I said, I think we're gonna get on to some of that now. I do know that um Bobby will be joining us shortly. So um I guess let's let's kind of talk about the first kind of you know, one might say contentious decision. Um so obviously, you know, the ball gets I, I can't even remember the build up at this point, but you know, the ball gets played into the box, um, into a dangerous area. Um, and f- from my perspective, I'm watching it. I-, I couldn't really quite understand why the the the, the whistle had been blown. I-, I honestly, at that point, felt that um, there was a foul on an Arsenal player um, because it usually happens. You know, the ball goes into the box. There's, there's a lot of clashes of bodies, and obviously, a lot of the time, the, the defending side gets the benefit of the doubt. So that you know, the the, the whistle went, and I just assumed it was going to be a goal kick or, or, or whatever. Um, and obviously the penalty was given uh, to Spurs. Now, before I give my opinion, I'm going to come to you. Um, what did you make of the penalty? Was um, it a penalty? Sorry, one sec. No worries. Um, well, do you know what? I think it was soft. It was soft. I, do you know what? I can, I can see why it was given. Yeah. I can you know, in the sense that Cedric backed into him slightly, but mm. it was soft. Um, and I would say, you know, if it had been down the other end of the pitch, I don't think it would have been given. Yeah. You know, if it had been Harry Kane backing into one of our players, yeah. you know, Spurs would have got a free kick. Yeah. Spurs probably would have got a penalty, mm. to be fair. Um, yeah. the way Harry Kane gets on. But, uh, yeah, so it was soft. But I can understand why it was given. 
Mm. Um, I was oh, so frustrated at the time. I mean, I put out a tweet straight away saying that, you know, the corruption in the, the Premier League's shocking. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's good for the product. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I said, I can understand it being given, but you never see those given. Never. That's the thing. It, you know, it's only, it only seems to be against us. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm so frustrated by it. Mm. So frustrated because it should never have been given. Yeah, the the thing that the thing that annoys me with that situation is, like you said, it's like if you were to if you were to look at every single Premier League game, like say there's like six seven games in the Premier League on a weekend. If you were to look at every single Premier League game, if you're gonna give penalties for 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 those type of scenarios, then there's gonna be there's gonna be multiple penalties in every single match because as far as I'm concerned, football is a physical game. It's a physical game. You know, the ball gets played into the box. You're going to have loads, you know, the attackers are going for the ball, the defenders are going for the ball, and there's a clash, you know? There's bodies are knocking each other. And for me, it was soft. It was a soft penalty. It was one of those things where, you know, it's a type of penalty you give when you're looking to give a penalty. That's exactly what it is. Because I don't understand how in real time the the, the, the referee or, or even the linesman has picked up that in real time. It's just beyond me. And I, I just don't understand in the Premier League, which we, you know, we class as, you know, it's a physical league, you know, you've got to be physical, you've got to, you know, put your body on the line. It, it, it just, it, it, it's just beyond me how that penalty was given. Like, honestly, it, it, it was. Like, it didn't look like an intentional nudge. It didn't look like an intentional foul. Um, It just looked like, some people might say it was careless. But like I say, you know, it's in the melee of a cross going into the box. And you've got defenders, you know, defending for their life. And you've got attackers wanting to get to the ball. And obviously, Son made an absolute meal of it, as he always does. You know, he felt a nudge. And obviously, he just turned into, I don't even know, what's that What's that diver called that everyone everyone compares Kane to? Um, oh, Daly. Tom Daly. Yeah, Tom Daly. Obviously, he turns into Tom Daly and he goes rolling over. And it was just, it was just, it's almost like the ref was literally just waiting to, to, to give you know, a decision against us. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I, I was going to say, I mean, the, the quickest the ref moved tonight was his, his hand going out to the penalty spot. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he was, it was just looking, it was looking for that opportunity to give a penalty as quickly as he could. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it'll be really interesting to, to kind of hear what Bobby's opinion is on that. I, I know he's, he's, he's scheduled to kind of join us any minute. And um, we'll go to the comments because obviously I, I'm sure people are going to have untold opinions based on based on that decision and for me it was a key decision um you know i think some people might look back and say you know it didn't massively impact the game listen it's a, for me in my opinion it's a north london derby with the magnitude of that match with the way both teams play the first goal was always going to be crucial in tonight's game so for me regardless of how the game ended it's massive in terms of the way the, the rest of the game played out um, so we've got Robert here saying soft pen, but not enough to change the decision. I think Rob Holding decision making was the thing that hurt Arsenal the most tonight. Yeah, and I think Rob Holding um, is not going to be popular amongst Arsenal fans, if I'm honest. Um, Nathan Barnes here. Um, good evening, Nathan. The penalty wasn't what killed the game. It was the sending off. Uh, and we're going to get onto that. Yeah, I mean, I have that. to agree with that. You know, the penalty didn't kill the game. It yeah. changed the game. It changed yeah. the dynamic of the game, though. Um, and I think it's you know, definitely. 
it was very evident that we weren't getting anything out of that game tonight from that referee. You. you know, everything was going against us. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll come on to talking about holding in a minute, but yeah, you know, you could see Song Song gets away with the elbow, yeah, like a deliberate sure, yeah. elbow. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I know we're going to talk about it, but the yeah, uh, you know, Sky Sports and their their commentary. Whoever I can't remember if it was Jamie Redknapp or whether it was um, Gary Neville said something Neville. about yeah. One of them said something about um, holding doing kung fu moves. I know, or I know. judo moves or something. He, he, he said it was you know because he pulled he basically flicked them over his head when yeah. he was lying on the ground. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's just going elbow him in the face. Yeah, but yeah, it's he crazy. don't mention that. So yeah, I mean, I, I agree completely with Nathan there that the penalty wasn't what killed the game. It was mm-hmm. you know the sending off killed the game. But yep. apparently changed the dynamic of the game. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Jim here saying it didn't even go to VAR. Uh, Big Mike saying Spurs players weren't even appealing for that penalty. Th- there was yeah. no time to appeal for the penalty. You're, you're you're bang on, Big Mike's. There was literally no time for the Tottenham players to appeal for the penalty because the suit. That's why I didn't even know what had happened because when 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 the ball came in, my instant reaction was always oh, blown up because in that in that scenario. Nine out of ten times, not even nine out of ten times. If you're not Arsenal, you get the benefit of the doubt in that situation, and they blow up for for the defending side. So I just assumed ball out of play, infringement on an Arsenal player, goal kick. And when he gave the pen, I I couldn't even believe it because yeah, if you slow it down, there's no appeal from any of the players. And I'm telling you, if you've blown a whistle and given a penalty before Harry Kane's been able to appeal for a penalty, then I'm telling you now it's not a penalty. It's just not a penalty. Do you know what I mean? So, Big Max here, Spurs players weren't even appealing for the pen. Bang on. Absolutely bang on there, Big Max. Uh, Nathan saying, funnily enough, I think we've played a lot worse this season. We weren't terrible. Um, and Jim here saying, goals change games. And Spurs play on the counter. Obviously, it helped them. And, yeah, and that's something that, because, like, obviously before this game, you know, we, we did a couple of streams this week. And I went on Albert JTV's um, stream. Um we did our obviously preview, um, and I also went on one of the lo- like a lounge on a um, Armory TV, and and we spoke a lot about that was a big like talking point was obviously how the game was going to be played, and it was pretty, it was pretty um, unanimous. Um, I'll bring you in one second, Bob. Um, it was pretty unanimous in terms of like how the how the two teams played football, in that the first goal in this game was going to be massively crucial. Um, so yeah, it, it, it didn't it didn't it didn't affect the final result, but it did it definitely changed the game. Um, so yeah, we, right, Bobby, we're bringing you in, man. We're bringing you in. So and this, and this is on you, you know, Bobby. Bobby said, you know what, bunny, let's do the stream, man. Let's 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 say it with our chest, man. Do you know what I mean? All these all these gooners crying, man. I was just like, oh my god, come on. <laughs> a little bit of uh, pragmatism, a little bit of realness in this. Man. Uh, like, it's so one what, game. what we've covered so far. So obviously, we've spoken about how we started the game, but obviously, the first kind of contentious decision that we've just discussed, we've given our opinions on, um, is, is the penalty. So yeah, give me your thoughts on the penalty. Was it a penalty? Or do you think it was a penalty? I don't think it was a penalty, not in a million years. Well, there you go. No, the, the, the Tottenham players didn't even appeal for it. I this was, is what, big, this know, is what big, Mike, big Mike's I, just said that. I was confused for yeah. about three minutes after the penalty, wasn't I? I was still like, why haven't VAI looked at it or anything? It's, come on, if we if you can't see what is going on there, then you're done. 
Basically, yeah. there's, there's an agenda against us, isn't there? They need to try and keep this top four race going or they yeah. don't want Arsenal in the top four or there's something going on. And yeah. I, I've actually came home and put the sky on. I've got them three clowns on the three... Well, two clowns and Theo Walker on the screen. Why have they got Theo Walker there for, for starters? They could have got someone with a little bit more credible. Um, and then you've got, you've got, I mean, listen, on the car, in the car on the way home, first of all, before I got home listening to Sky Sports, mm. I'm in the car on the way home listening to Talk Sports. That's all that's on in my car. Wow. <laughs> listening to that prick, Condi, who had a shit career, who didn't do anything for Chelsea. He's obviously, he's always been pissed against Arsenal because we've always been the elite team in London. And that nubbed, what was it? What was his name? I can't even. Um, what's his name? This is the Spurs twat is all over. Sorry about my language. Sorry. Um, you know what his name is? Jamie O'Hara. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah, yeah, playing yeah. Dropping yeah. the music in a bit, in, in, in uh, playing, uh, uh, laughing, talking about holding, and then playing like the little laughing um, VTs in the background. They're loving it. They're absolutely yeah. loving it. And um, they had on live the the their the talk sport interviewer interview Mikhail Arteta. Like there was a guy um, being interviewed, a Tottenham mm. fan. Obviously they were all you know, sucking each other's dicks. So, sorry about my language. Um, and, um, <laughs> and, and, and then, and then they, they, they cut him out to go to the Mikhail Arteta interview. Now, yeah. never heard more bullshit driven. Oh, sorry. So, sorry my language. I've never heard so much Oh, the, the the questions that they were asking him, yeah. Basically, uh, you 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 basically touched on it in the chat, Mike, mm -hmm. uh, even um, saying the way that Sky were asking the questions. He he was basically telling the interviewer to shut up, wasn't he? And he, he was, was. Basically, he, he was. was basically doing the same with this guy because this guy was just basically feeding him stuff. But the one part that I really loved, and my cousin my cousin's with me, he's next to me now. Um, the one part I really loved, both of us just started applauding and going, "Yeah, we can't in the car." He was like, oh, wow. So Monday is going to be really hard now, isn't it? And Mikhail's gone, I can't wait for Monday. Bring Monday on. I can't wait for Monday. You know, and he just yeah. like, the interview went silent. And I was like, yeah. that's the spirit. That's the spirit. Yeah. Still in our hands. Yeah. It's still in our hands. They forget yeah. that. You know, they all ruled us out at the beginning of the season when we lost three in a row. We didn't score a goal. You know, they're loving it now. And I'm still listening to them. Look at it. This is the longest post-match analysis I've ever seen. They're loving it. They they are. Are. When, we lose, they are. when we lose, they love it. Sky love it. Talk sport love it. Uh, because all the pundits suffered uh, for Arsenal and Arsene Wenger. <laughs> they did. Yeah. All those players were, 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 were rubbish. Jamie Redknapp didn't achieve anything in his career. Robbie Keane didn't achieve anything in his career. Why? Because Arsenal was so great. Gary Neville, he could have done a lot better if Arsenal weren't around. Uh, oh, Jason Cobb, who are you? You, you, you play for Chelsea. No one don't care about you. Jamie O'Hara was released at, from Arsenal when he was 12. Not even when he was 16. He was released at 12. So he's still bitter. You can hear it in his voice. Oh, oh, uh, man. I'm, Bobby. I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm Bobby, here for Bobby, it. Bobby. I'm here I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear I'm you. Here Jim, for it. Jim I'm here for it. My team, Arsenal. You know what I mean? Yeah, we shouldn't man. even be in the top four discussion. We shouldn't yeah. even be in the top four discussion. Yeah, Harry, Harry Kane's been scoring 20 goals a season for the last nine years. We've got fucking Eddie and Ketia and Lacazette up front. <laughs> See, uh, Harry Kane hasn't even been scoring recently. And their other guy, son, he's second top goal scorer in the Premier League. Mm. But you're still behind us. Yeah. You're still behind us. 
I hear you, man. I hear you. Jim saying, yeah. The youngest I, team I, in the Premier League. We've got the youngest team in the Premier League. And we're in the top four discussion after being bottom at the beginning of the season. We were eighth last year. We shouldn't even be here. And everyone's crying. I don't get it. Like, pundits are trying to kill us. We can still get top four. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do? Yeah. Burnley beat Spurs to, uh, uh, in the next game. If Burnley beat Spurs and we batter Newcastle. What are you going to do then? You're going to cry. <laughs> Right, right. right, right. Sorry, from Monday night. We have Jim <laughs> here saying, "I love it's this hard, movie." The pressure's on. Do you know what I mean? Come on, yeah. give us some respect, man. You know what I mean? No, the next year, you know what it is. Do you want to know what it is, G? Stephen, yeah. you know what it is. They're all scared. They're all scared. They can see what's coming. Mm. If we can do this with this group of players, with Chaka, with our Nelly. <laughs> Look, what's going to happen when we get Tielemans? <laughs> what's going to happen when we get Jesus? Huh? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, okay, I don't mind. Give us give us Europa, because next year we'll be ready. Mm -hmm. We'll be ready for you guys. You're all going to be quiet then. Yeah? Conde, <laughs> Damian Hara, Gary Neville. Oh, I don't trust Arsenal. I don't trust Arsenal. What about Man United? <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, he was still saying, oh, I, I still think Man United might be out, might get in there for. Yeah, he did. He did. Huh? He did. What happened to he that? Did. What happened to that? I don't hear you start talking about that tonight. Mm. Sorry about my language tonight, by the way. Uh, out of Twitter world, sorry. Right, right. We're gonna move on. Got a few gonna... I'm, uh, no worries. No worries. No worries. No worry. We're gonna move on from from the penalty from the penalty claim. Now, obviously, you've got here John Anderson in the comments saying, uh, "Bobby speaking the truth. Pundits have an axe to grind, and they need to be called out for it more." Jim saying, "When we get Jesus, they're gonna need Jesus." So yeah, in terms of obviously, I can't even remember. Like obviously, I when I was watching the game, obviously the next big thing that kind of happened in the match was obviously the second yellow card for Rob Holding, um, which meant obviously he saw red. Um, and I, I must admit, my my initial reaction, my initial reaction when I saw it was, "What are you doing?" Like that was my initial reaction because obviously I knew he'd already been booked and I actually tweeted, I was like, Rob Holden's really got to be careful at this point um, because obviously he was in a very physical duel with Son and I thought to myself, yeah, this 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 looks like this could go south. Uh, and then obviously when it happened in real time, to me it looked, it looked frankly like an elbow to the face. That's what it looked like. And I just thought to myself, what is he doing? He's lost his head. Now, Obviously, as, as I'm watching the game, I'm on my phone at the same time and I start to see, you know, things come through. So somebody shared a video of Son elbowing, um, you know, holding, you know, moments before that. That obviously wasn't looked at by VAR. It wasn't looked at by the ref. There was also a still image. There was almost there was also a still image of, um, you know, the Rob holding supposed elbow. But if you actually look at the still image, Son was already on his way down. Um with his arm, yeah. yeah. So, in, in all fact, in, in all fact, if had he been upright on his feet, it would have been technically a shoulder barge and it weren't even an elbow. So, Stephen, give me your thoughts on the, the two things. Um, obviously, the, the elbow by Son that was not picked up by any of the officials or VAR, um, and also the second bookable offence that saw holding C red. So, Son shouldn't have been on the pitch, should yeah. have been off. You know, it, it was clear, clear elbow. And I said that earlier on, you know, it was... A, no VAR either. Sorry. Yeah. They were moaning about, you know, I, I say, I can't remember if it was Gary Neville or 
Jamie Redknapp saying, you know, holding, pulling judo moves, pulling them off. But what would you do if you'd just been elbowed in the face? You know, and the guy's lying on top of you. Of course, you're going to pull them off the top of you. Idiots. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Son shouldn't have even been on the pitch. Rob holding, it was a soft, a soft sending off. Yeah. But it was, it, it, you know, they were saying, again, you know, you heard Red Map and stuff at halftime. Oh, he could have been sent off for that challenge alone. No, he couldn't. Yeah. Talk crap. He was yeah. never getting sent off for that. But it was two yellow cards. And yeah, he probably did deserve to be sent off. But, you know, holding should have known better. Mm. Um, so, I, you know, much as I was frustrated with the decision, I do think he, he, he let Son get the better of him. He let mm. Son, you know, Son. play him. And Son's good at that. You know, yeah, I mean, I you know, that, that's he, the he's thing. very clever. He's very clever when yeah. it comes to that. You know, he is very clever when it comes to these things. So Rob Holding should have known better. Um, and for me personally, I hope it's the last we see Holding in an Arsenal shirt. Because I've said it before, I don't think he's good enough. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I hear you. I'm just being honest. It's you know, yeah. it, you know, it's the same thing with him. I'm sure we'll touch on it. Eddie and Kedia, El Nani, Holding. 34 these are all players that sentiment says oh well, yeah they've done they've had a few good games here and there but yeah i mean for me personally all four of them are players that i said at the start of the season shouldn't be at the club anymore yeah and nothing this season has changed my mind about it i would get rid of them all mm. any scoring two goals or you know against chelsea and two goals against um leeds the other day right. doesn't change my opinion that he deserves a new contract he doesn't because he started six games now in a row. He scored four goals, which on paper looks great. But match of fact, he's only scored in two of those games. Mm. So why are we thinking about offering him a new contract? So it's the same thing with Holding. Holding's had his opportunities. He's had his chances. You know, we brought in defenders because he wasn't good enough to start. So why are we suddenly saying, oh, you know, Holding's a great player and stuff, you know? So, yeah, I mean, for me, I hope he's gone. The end of the season. I hope they move him on and we'll bring somebody else in to replace him. And um, no I just thought he was poor. He was yeah. poor. He should have been smarter against someone like Son. You know exactly what you're going to get with Son. You do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was frustrated with it. It was a stupid sending off, and it cost us the game. No worries. Before I come to you, Bobby, I'm just going to go back to the chat. Um, Keith here. Good evening, Keith. Uh, evening, chaps. Um, we've also got Jim. Big up, Jim. I actually felt like it was coming for holding more on Son and the ref than holding, which is what I said. I think as soon as I saw holding go into the book, um, my, 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 you know, my heart dropped. I kind of felt like at some point he was going to get a second yellow. Um, Russ here. Good to see you, Russ. And the ref couldn't wait to get his cards out. Paul Tierney is a disgrace. Right, Bobby. Um, couldn't wait to get them out for Arsenal players. No, let's, it's true. Let's get it's, that true. Right. it's true. Thoughts on obviously, um, I don't know if you've seen um the sun elbow because obviously I know you was watching the game, but I was on Twitter when I saw it. But I don't know if you saw the sun elbow that happened before the, the Rob Holding supposedly yeah. elbow, but just, just give me your thoughts on obviously <laughs> obviously how you're feeling, you know, the fact that Son was still on the pitch, and did you think um the decision was right to send holding off? Well, I kind of shared my thoughts in my rant before. Um, yeah. 
uh, there was an agenda against the team and you could tell that because yeah. in those first two clinches, in the first clinch, I thought that Son did like a kind of like a back kick. Um, yeah. Because there was three clinches, weren't there? And book yeah, and got booked on the third one. Yeah. The second one was when Son done the elbow and the first yeah. one, he done like a kind of like a back kick. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure whether Son should have got sent off, but I thought the uh, I thought the elbow should have at least been looked at. And that yeah. was one of the things I found strange with the game. There was no VAR. Yeah. VAR didn't look at the pen. VAR didn't look. They didn't even say to the ref, go and have a look at the screen for the yeah, pen. at no point. Or, or anything, because maybe you might have seen something different. There was It was just a bit of buddies in the box, like there always is. People end up falling mm. on the floor. That always happens in football. Like, mm. I don't get why VAR wasn't more prominent in that game today. It, 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 it's baffling to me, but at the same time, it's not baffling because we know there's an agenda. Yeah. Whether, whether it's about they don't want Arsenal to succeed and go forward or it's about they want to keep the top four race going to keep yeah. people watching. Yeah. I don't know I don't know which one it is, but it's definitely one of them. It has to be yeah. because, um, as I've said in some of the comments, put that referee, I actually said in, in on, um, I actually said at the pub that that I thought that referee was is actually okay. Uh, like yeah. we've had him before and stuff. He's yeah. never been He's never been one of those refs that you've noticed. Mm. And when mm. you don't notice a ref, then they're good normally, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and normally you don't notice him, but we noticed him yeah. tonight. And we didn't yeah. notice him. So, so for me, that says the referee had a really bad game and he yeah. dictated the game because I thought the first, the first 15 minutes or so, we was we was quite good. We was okay. Yeah. We was all yeah. in position at times. And yeah. it was, I, I, what I saw was a draw. I saw a draw written all over the game. 100%. Uh, referee basically changed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, on for me, on holding, um, I think he deserved to go. Yeah. Um, the, 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 after the, after getting the first yellow, you've got to be smarter. You can't be going in. And yeah, I didn't think it was a definite red at first. I thought it was mm. a definite red because it looked like he put his elbow. Yeah, on. real time. It looked bad. Yeah, but then afterwards, and I saw it. But it was it was his intention. It was kind of mm. and another thing for me is that Stevens probably touched on his his level. Kind of showed that he didn't actually scan his area because if he'd yeah. look, that ball was going through to Ramsdale. I don't think Ramsdale would some would have got to it before Ramsdale. I saw, so. I saw somebody tweeted that. Yeah. He didn't look at that. He probably he did probably wouldn't have even had to have done that because you know Ramsdale does play quite high, so he was yeah. already on that ball. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had one bounce and it was in the Ramsdale's mm. hands if you looked at it. Mm. So for me, he didn't scan, and I don't think long term he's good enough to be yeah. a starter for Arsenal. But yeah. M White's very rarely injured. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we have Saliba coming in, I don't mm. mind M, uh, Rob Holding being fourth choice centre back because mm. uh, I think uh, I think he could. In a North London derby, do I want him playing? No. Do mm. I want him playing against the top six teams? No. Would mm. I want him playing in, in the latter stage of cup, cup competitions? No. no. 50% of our games are against teams that are lesser than us. And I don't mind mm. him playing in them games because he's done okay. Mm. He hasn't done badly in the games that last two games that he's played. He hasn't stood mm. out as being poor. Yes, he's not amazing. But if he was going to be fourth choice centre-back, I wouldn't mind because it means we don't have to go out and spend more money on another centre-back. No. Uh, so going forward, I don't mind him being a squad player, but I mm. think because of the way that Mikel has, has shaped this squad this season, not having that many buddies, he's mm. just been used a lot more than really he needs to be. So yeah. uh, that's my kind of stance on Robert. Yeah. I'm not his biggest fan. Him, Al Nenny, and Anketia are three players that I definitely want to go. Yeah. The thing uh, is, with Bobby, the thing is, with Rob Holden, right? How many? Good job. 
Sorry, Bobby, how many years has Rob Holding been at the club? Mm. So I know he's had a lot of injuries. I know, he, I know he's had injury problems. But in all those years, he's made less than 100 appearances in the Premier League yeah, for Arsenal. And I think that tells you something about the quality of the player. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Also, it shows you the quality of where we're trying to get to. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I don't think David Luiz was any, anything amazing compared to him, to be honest. Um, and we haven't had amazing... I, I didn't really... Personally, I didn't write Kishana. Um, so, mm. I don't think we've had... Yeah. We've, we've not had amazing centre-backs. Probably since the amazing Campbell and Campbell and Torrey. So, I don't think saying that Rob Holden hasn't had his... You know, One thing about mm. him is he loves the club. He's been there for a long time. Mm. Wenger bought him. Um, he's 27. He's a good kid. And, that, and that's all that kind of matters. He's got a four-year deal. He's not going to be... He's only on like 50 grand a week. He's, not, he's no nonsense, isn't he? And against your Norwiches, against your bottom half team, you, you know he can come in. We need to give our top centre-backs a rest. Um, he could come in and do a job. And also, in those games, how important has he been in that run where we've switched to a back five and he's come in and slotted in, in between the two? He's been quite important. He has done well. It's only when he's played poorly, just like when Cedric played poorly the other week, he's not looking for new right-backs. When... Rob Holding mm. one bad game and gets red carded. Everyone looks bad. That's the reason why Chaka gets so, has had so much chick over the years, isn't it? Because everyone always concentrates on what they do badly. Um, but if you actually concentrate and look at what Rob Holding does, he hardly does that anything that bad. He's had one bad game today. Um, but going forward, I understand what you're saying, Stephen. Yeah, he's not our answer as our top tier. But yeah. I don't yeah. think, I think he must prove that because he never plays him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the problem because he has to. Bottom line. The problem is for, for people, and we're all around a sort of similar age. You know, the, the three of us, there's a, a few years age difference between, you know, the, the three of us, but there's not much. But we all grew up in an era where we had that back four. Proper sense of You know, we, we were spoiled. We had Tony Adams, Steve Bold, Martin Keown, you know, we had Winterburn and Dixon who were very rarely ever injured. You know, yeah. we had that quality back line. Yeah. And we've less. never replaced them because how yeah, do you replace? How do you replace those? Well, that's why our level is so high, isn't it? Yeah. So, and maybe other players get stick for that, don't they? Uh, you know what's crazy? Yeah. I, I was with I was with the Blues fans uh, mm. at the at the, at the Carling Cup final and sat right in front of Kashani when he when oh. he basically lost us the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With other Femi Martins, and you know, or even before that, I'd never, I'd never actually rated. Kishani. Um mm. well, people have always rated him because he always used to pop up with the goal. It's you know how goal. much? Do you know how much stuff I broke in my house that day? <laughs> do you know how much stuff? I think I broke the. I was talking, I, I, imagine how I, I felt. My missus about it. I broke the remote. I broke my glasses, and I think I might have broke an ornament because I just went mad in the house. I literally went mad. It's funny though, but you were saying something, Bobby, about agenda, and it's like obviously I've watched the game. I've gone in the kitchen, I made a cup of tea or whatever, whatever. Um, and, you know, obviously my missus is like, yeah, I know you lot lost, whatever, whatever. And she goes, I, you know what? She, was, you know, she said to me, you, you know what, babes? I didn't want to, I didn't want to like mess up your mood earlier. But she was like, I could have told you that was going to happen. And, and, she, I was, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you know what she said? She was like, you know what she said? She said, she goes, I don't watch much football. But even I know they were never going to let Arsenal win tonight. It was going to be too straightforward. Yeah. She was like, if you look, she, and she don't even watch football. She said, there is no way they were going to allow Arsenal to win tonight and have that wrapped up. She was like, 
what is good is all about product. It's all about money. And they want to see a running. They want to see the next two games. It still be alive. And she goes, I don't know why you do it to yourself because they would never, you were never going to win that game tonight. Impossible. And I just, I thought to myself, you know what, Char? It's true. Like we were, we were playing against 12 men tonight. It's, 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 it's as simple as that. You know, there is an agenda and people might call us sour. People might call us bitter. People might call us biased. But as far as I'm concerned, I see it. I see what's in front of me and that's what I see. Um, I see a clear agenda against Arsenal. I'll be, I'll be honest. I've never been one for all that. G, no, but like, how can we not? Yeah, man, it's there, man. It's like yeah. it's, it's so blatant at times. Yeah. That, like, like the one for me tonight was where was VAR? Yeah, literally, it, where was it, it? Came up. it never came up it on the screen, it? not once, not once. All yeah, the major right. decisions VAR didn't even look at. Normally, they no. just look at even little things, yeah. even the goals, you have to wait for the goals because. You can't even celebrate because yeah. VAR is checking them. It was not broken. Mate. It was broken. It's not been in. It's not been instilled. It's not been installed at the toilet bowl. Yet. That's why it's not been installed there. I think there was a little part of the. I don't know. There was a little part of me that when I was looking at the Tottenham players, they kind of knew as well, you know, because yeah. I know they didn't, they didn't earn. Were any of those goals amazing tonight? Did they batter no. us? No. That no. it was you get what I'm saying. There's nothing yeah. that Tottenham did that I thought was amazing tonight. Kane wasn't amazing. I'm, I'm watching. I'm looking at mm. some of, people have been tagging me in all sorts on yeah, Twitter. We got, we got shafted, man. Sending me messages. He, was, he wasn't. He wasn't great tonight. Yeah, Son wasn't amazing. So for me, I'm not. I'm not. I'm genuinely tonight. Tonight did not affect my uh, mood going forward about Arsenal at all. It just made me. It just what it did is over enhanced my. Um, Fears that there is a, a massive yeah. agenda against us, and where's mm. it come from? Fear, knowing that we're on the way back. Simple mm. as that. <laughs> I hear you, bro, man. We'll quickly go to the comments. Uh, Keith, obviously, backing up what we're saying here, they want a massive end of the season at both ends of the table. Title was pretty much done now. So, um, Jim saying here, jacket is banned for the rest of the season. Now, I saw something about this. He, he's not though. He's on nine yellow cards. He's, he's still eligible to play. I thought he was banned for the Spurs game, but. Because he got he got booked. He got booked. He got booked late in this game. But when he got booked, it came up with a nine yellow cards. To get banned, you need you need five, and then if you get ten, but someone you... in the, someone in the pub said that um, before the end of the end of the season, the last two games, that they cancelled the uh, double jeopardy thing. So yeah. If if you have tightened up thing, you don't. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure, Jim, how accurate that is. Um, oh, no, I, no. It's easy yeah, I never, I never, I never heard the pundit say anything about it. I never saw Arteta asked or quizzed about it. And to be honest, I'm not sure. I did see that earlier. Somebody else tweeted it, and I just thought to myself, no. When he was booked, it definitely came up with the ninth oh, year card. It wasn't a ten, so I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, Keith saying a hundred thousand, um, well, million percent G. Um, we've got Jim here saying Mike Dean was busy <laughs> himself watching Spurs. Um, Keith again, if Spurs draw versus Burnley and we lose to Newcastle off the back of sketch decisions, then I'm wearing my tinfoil hat to the Everton game. Um, and then also Jim, yeah, 10 cards, yeah, mate. I'll look now. I hope you're right. No, definitely. What I what I definitely saw was when he was booked, um, because I was a bit nervous because. I know he was. I know from previous matches that he was getting he was getting close to the, the ten bookings um, because he picked up he picked up there was there was a 
there was a booking in one of the games where he kind of booted the ball in the air and I thought, oh, be careful, be careful. Um, but yeah he, was, yeah, he was booked tonight and it definitely said nine. So we'll have to check that out. I don't, I think he is still eligible. Um, in terms of obviously the game itself, obviously I'm not going to talk about, you know, the second goal for Spurs. Um, not even going to revisit the third. Um, but yeah, just, I think that's pretty much it in terms of kind of like reviewing the game itself. I just kind of want to get your thoughts on moving forward now because obviously this this now makes um you know obviously at the same time you know we're still in the driving seat we're still a point above spurs with two games to play um they go um home um, to burnley on sunday um, and then they've got norwich in the last game of the season we go away to newcastle on monday night and then we've got everton on the on, on the last game of the season so obviously you know, this reaction is immediate. Emotions are running high, et cetera, et cetera. We might even feel very differently to how we feel tonight, tomorrow, a week from now, whatever. But just thinking about obviously moving forward now, um, I'll come to you first, Bobby, on this one. Um, what are your thoughts about... Um, now, I, I, I kind of have an idea what you're going to say, but in, in terms of the top four, you know, we know it's still in our hands, but in terms of your thoughts moving forward for the next two games, can we do it? Um, well, we know we can. We do it. We know we definitely can. We got the man to 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 lead us there, and we know that our team can deliver when. when well, I say deliver when we know yeah, we need them. One more. Uh, maybe not when we need them to, but you know, we know that they can turn up. We know that they can. Um, yeah. Whether we definitely are going to do it, I'm. I mean, you know, you know my stance on the whole thing, anyway. Um, yeah, I know your bigger uh, picture. Yeah, I know. I know. If we'd have finished fifth or sixth, it wouldn't have been a bad, um, a bad look for where we are in our in our um, in our makeup. And I don't think it's going to have a massive um, effect on transfers either. I think that players mm -hmm. are coming for a contract and for the badge rather than um, whether you're in Champions League, unless they're established players that. Mm -hmm. Have won leagues, have done this, have done that. Yet now yeah. I want to play the Champions League because you know some teams play in the Champions League and end up dropping down into the Europa League because they don't. Anyway, yeah. stuff, you know what I'm yeah. saying? The following year, getting forty million just for getting into the Champions League. That will be Lacazette next season, man. There you go. Do you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you know, for me, I just think yeah. that as long as we um, mm. as long as we have good performances from now to the end of the season, which is going to be tough because we know that we've got key players missing now. Yeah. Uh, as long as we have good performances, as long as we go up to Newcastle and, um, you know, we know that we can go to Newcastle and win because we You're always... You're going to that game, right, isn't it? You're going there. Yeah, I'm going to that game, yeah. Um, but we know that we can go there and win. And mm. we're winning at the Emirates this season has, has came has come quite easily. So uh, mm. I'm, I'm positive that we could get the, we could get top four. But mm. I, I honestly don't think that if we don't get top four, it derails our process. I don't I think it's at all. I, I don't think it derails um, Mikel Arteta's thinking. Mm. I think, if anything, it would probably um, speed things up a little bit because um, the intensity of the games that he's going to be playing is going to be slightly higher than if mm. he was in Europa. Um, and that would probably be it because it would then it would impact on the squad domestically because yeah. it all does. If you mm. look at West Ham's form this season domestically compared to how it was last year, mm. they're only in the Europa. Um, being in the Champions League would affect our squad massively. So yeah, yeah, yeah. probably that going into the transfer window, we probably end up signing a few more buddies. But yeah, um, I think in terms of him implementing what he wants to implement in terms of um, 
uh, you know, his way, the way that he plays and um, the way that people think around the club and stuff. I think that's going to take a, a little bit longer to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he's in the Europa, not under the highlight spotlight of being in the Champions League because you know what comes with um, the Champions League? It comes pressure, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bottom line, we're not going to win the Champions League, but yeah. every time you lose a game, then yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pressure, yeah. and obviously you got a big game after a big game. You're going to be in the Champions League, then you're going to have a domestic game the following weekend. So, um, I'm not sure whether we're as a club we're ready for that pressure just yet. I don't mm. know whether fans have actually thought about that, mm. uh, but they haven't. Liverpool and Manchester Manchester City are the only teams that will be able to manage both things. Look at Manchester United. Yeah, where, look where they are now, and they've played in the mm. Champions League. You know, so it hasn't done them any favors. So. Mm. Uh, we need to be pragmatic about the whole thing and get everything right before we just go um, mm. do what we need to do. But I'm not saying that I'm not going to be buzz, buzzing if we get into the Champions League. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the same time, we've achieved a lot better this season with some say a worse squad than we had last mm. season. Um, and we're, we're, we're secure in Europe and Champions League's in our own hands. So for me, this season, whether we get top, whether we get top four or not, has been a massive success. And mm. I'm excited for next season now, even more so. Yeah, and you've and you pretty you you know you you've stayed you know to that stance kind of throughout yeah. um, in terms of in terms of looking at the bigger picture and um you know whether we finish fourth whether we finish fifth etc. And I remember having conversations with you ages ago when we first kind of connected and stuff. And for you, it you know being in the top four was never the kind of be all and end all. Um, so yeah, you pretty stayed you know you stayed solid to that stance. Um, coming to you, Stephen, but before I do, just, just a couple of things here. So Jim did actually look it up. He just looked it up and yeah, he is one more. So he is on nine bookings. Um, Jack is on nine cards, so we're safe. Um, we've got Scott here. Big up, Scott. Uh, good evening. Uh, big up, guys. Couldn't imagine being on a stream so soon after that. We'll need a week to digest the result. Players were scared. The ref was garbage. Uh, Jim here saying the media would love... We ain't the same as other channels, man. Kind of chat, we're there for this team. <laughs> you know I mean, we lose or draw, we're there. Kind of chat, come on. <laughs> Everyone else is crying into their pints, man. We're here, <laughs> ripping, ripping our flags. Hundred, hundred, hundred. Jim Housen saying uh, the media would love us to get spanked in the group stage. Um, and Gary's saying here, hello, G, Stephen and Bobby. Oh, but two wins and we'll get today. Right, Stephen, I'm going to come to you with regards to top four. Um... So, yeah, obviously you've heard what Bobby's had to say. We've had conversations in the groups, you know, WhatsApp all night, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, what what are your feelings going into, obviously, the Newcastle and the Everton game? Um, obviously, you know, what's your opinion in terms of will we or can we get top four? Um, and even if we don't get top four, you know, how do you see that in terms of just like, you know, moving forward as a club next season? Can we? Yes. Will we? I don't know. Should we have already? Yes. Um, that, that's the reality of it. Um, it. Right. Okay. So in terms of the two games we've got left, I said a few weeks ago, I was more concerned about Newcastle and Everton than I was about United, Chelsea, Tottenham. You know, mm. I, I said um, that those were the games that would worry me. Mm. Our only saving grace against Newcastle is that they're, they're probably on the beach now. You know, yeah. they're they're safe. They're not really going to finish much higher than where they are. I was looking at the league table there, um, so their their season's kind of done and dusted. 
Um, so not probably should get the result there, um, although it'll be tough. Um, Spurs have Burnley at yep. home, I believe, yep. on Sunday. Yep. Um, Burnley are fighting for their lives. They need a result to, to try and stay in the league. You know, they need to put a bit of a gap between them and Leeds. And yeah. I know we always, you know, we kind of joked about it would be the most typical Arsenal thing to do was to lose those three games and then go on and beat United and Chelsea and yeah. you know and Leeds all back to back. And we did it. But it yeah. would be the most Spursy thing to happen that they beat us tonight and lose to Burnley on Sunday. Yeah. 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 You know, that, yeah. that's the reality of it. So, I mean, I can see that happening. Um, Everton, again, you know, I'm hoping that we get to the last game of the season and Everton are safe. Mm. You know, because if it comes down to the last day of the season and we need a result, I want Everton to be safe. I don't want them worrying about having to, to win to stay in the league. Because yeah. Everton always give us a game. You know, mm-hmm. we're one of the few teams Everton have actually beat this season. Yeah. Um, and they're going to turn up and they're going to give us a game. And... I'm concerned that if we don't don't get Champions League, that the links to Calvert Lewin's going to start again. Um, so you know, <laughs> we can't have that. Um, <laughs> At least we're the same camp there, mate. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, realistically, we can do it. Will we do it? Yeah. I, I just don't know. But I was looking. We need to add Steven to the chat because no, I, we I, do, I, I we do, like we DCL, do, man. I'm, I'm fighting alone for her and not wanting DCL, but everyone yeah. else seems to think we need a flick on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll back you all day long. Listen, I used to say, I used to say, but Calvert Lewin, one of the best headers of the ball in the game, he really is. But so is Shroder Mustafi, um, and I wouldn't want him back at the club either. Um, so anyway. Um, I was looking at the league table mm. when Bobby was talking there and, and going through, and it's really it, it dawned on me we have only drawn three games this season in the league. Yeah, it's win or lose, man, for us, isn't it? So we've had twenty-one wins and twelve defeats. And if you look at the teams yeah. above us, only, only Man City and Liverpool have won more games than us. I'm sure. Yeah, only yeah. Man City and Liverpool have won more games. You said um, in the chat, didn't you? Yeah. So I just I've got it here in front of me. Um, Man City have won 28, Liverpool have won 26, Chelsea have won 20, Spurs have won 20, we've won 21. Wow. Okay. But this is the thing. City have lost three, Liverpool have lost two, Chelsea have lost six, we've lost 12. Yeah. It's win or bust, isn't it? You know, Spurs, United, Brighton, Crystal Palace have all only lost 11. Wow, yeah. So those four teams have lost less games than us. It's all... It's the fact that, you know, if we could have turned, you know, people talk about the defeats yeah. and how, you know, off would have won those games. If we'd have drawn three yeah. of them, yeah. we, we wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah. You know, we'd be, we would still be four points clear with two games to go. Yeah. Mm. You know, so it, it's those little, those little, those little subtle differences, you know. Do you remember that season when we finished eight? Sorry to, to interrupt you, but do you remember that season when we finished eighth? Like the season with um, the David Luiz um, sending yeah. up the Wolves. When you oh. looked at every single last, you remember that season? We yeah. actually, I think we conceded the third least amount of goals in the Premier League. That yeah. Um, but 
if you, when you got, went back and analysed all our losses, it was always uh, fine margins. It was it never, was, yeah. never a battering. It was always we was we was we was just there or thereabouts in mm. the way that we lost. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, Steve. It was just no, that, no, it's that, fine. that kind of backed up your point kind of thing. Yeah. You're saying, yeah. The other thing as well is, I mean, people talk about, um, I, I'm just seeing a comment coming in there from Russ, and we apparently shored up the defence. I mean, we now at this point have conceded six goals more this season than we did last season. Mm. And yet we're all sort of banging on about how much better the defence is this season. Exactly. Mm. You know, it's not. It, it, it's not. That's the reality of it. Um we just have we've ground out more results and we're not drawing games yeah you know a few of those games that were lost if we could have turned them into draws we'd be in so much better position um but it's just for me the squad's too weak in terms of you know not if we don't get top four how it affects our season you know in terms of transfers i think bobby's right in what he says and a lot of the, the players will still come but there will be, I don't think all of the players that we're potentially looking at, you know, I think we have to shop at a slightly different level. I think, um, you know, there are players out there that we would have a chance of signing if we had Champions League mm. that, you know, we have to sort of say, right, well, we move to the plan B. Mm. Um, and it's not everyone, you know, there's a lot of the players will, will be still willing to come. Like I think Jesus will still come. Yeah, um, you know, and there's a couple of other ones there. It, it all depends on who we actually want. You know, at, at the end of the day, we're linked with all these players as we are every year. Yeah, it's all rumors. Do we actually ever actually sign? Yeah, you know, that's yeah. the thing. Um, and we're going to do like an end of season thing. Um, and one of the things we're going to do is we're going to go through and create our own squads for next season mm. in terms of who we would sell and who we would buy. Um, and I think that'll be quite interesting because. Mm. Um, you kind of base it on, you know, when you're doing something like that, you'll generally base it on rumours you've heard. Yeah. Not necessarily on players you would go out and buy because you, you yeah. think in terms of, well, if really we're linked to these players, yeah. generally there's no smoke without fire is the kind of attitude when yeah. you're, you're writing that sort of thing. Yeah, um, happens, isn't it? So it'll be interesting to see who we actually get. I don't think, as I said, I think Bobby's right in saying that, you know, a lot of the, the players will come for the, They'll come for the badge, they'll come for the money. Um, you know, there's not that same there's not that same thing anymore, you know, where you go because you love the club. Yeah. You know, nah. Players don't come because of a love for the club. They come for a love for the money. Mm. Um, you know, so the prestige isn't there mm -hmm. like it used to be for any club. Mm. Um, Different world now. Yeah. I, I do, as I said, I do think it sort of takes out of our hands a couple of players mm. that we're potentially linked with. Um, but, you know, I, I know a lot of people, I, I've seen this thing of we don't want Champions League because we're not ready for it. Or, this, you know, this squad's not ready for it. But I, I said the, the G the other day, saying that, you that that's accepting that this is the squad we would go into the Champions League with. It's mm. not. No. You know, if we get Champions League football, we're going to recruit for Champions League. Yeah, we have to. We have and to, really. We have to recruit anyway, don't we? Yeah. yeah. We have to recruit anyway, but we're going to recruit a higher caliber of player. And I'll be honest with you, um, uh, this is something, when we go through this for a squad review at the end of the season, 
for me, the level of player we have right now, the majority of them are Europa League players. Yep. And I thought I think they were bought with qualifying for the Europa League in mind. Yep. Yep. I don't think a lot of these players were bought with the intention of playing them in Champions League football. Because for me, a lot of them, whilst they've had a good season, aren't Champions League players. Mm. You know, so um, ah, it's a catch-22. You know, we want Champions League football, but we don't have Champions League players. Mm. Can we Uh, get Champions League? You know, are we going to sign Champions League players with Europa League football? It's hard to know. The only thing that gets me with that is that when you look at the, the players and the, the level of the players in the Champions League compared to the level of the players in the Europa League, when you look at the top players in the Europa League and then you look at the top players in the Champions League, I mean, look at the two finalists in the mm. Europa League this year and then look at the finalists in, uh, in, the, in the Champions League. The level of the players in those teams are like like miles apart yeah. from each other. But when you look at the level in the rest of the tournament it's yeah. not it's not too far when you th- when you think about it i mean when you look that villarreal got to the semi-final and barcelona got to the other semi-final mm. um it shows you that it's not about names and players it's more about tactics how the squad's being built chemistry there's a lot more to it than it's than just i said like well man united have proved that haven't they cr7 Ver- uh, champions league Varane, yeah. and Sancho. crazy and they've absolutely stunk. Um, they mm. finished second last year with um, Rashford was pretty much their best player, that kind of guy. Then they bring in who's supposedly one of the goats of the game, and they're, they're eighth, and they're going to be in the Europa next year. Is he mm. a Europa League player? You know, mm. so it's that that kind of that kind of um, that kind of rhetoric is something I don't really argue against it, but I've never really kind of got it because remember, G, we we actually spoke about it in a stream. Mm. Uh, while yeah. back we said that most of the players in the Champions League are actually of a really poor level. Um, yeah. You've got some players in the Champions League that, that have got full-time jobs. They're actually part-time footballers, you know. So yeah. um, the prestige in the Champions League over the last few years when they've uh, expanded the competition so they get more games, so they get more views, mm. um, they're, cha- they're changing the way that the Champions League is. The Champions League only really has... Um, that's why now if you look in the group stage, they always put two really good teams because they, yeah. they want to have at least two games that people want to watch. The rest yeah. of the games, no one don't really care about. Mm. When, when when Liverpool are playing against Carabag, no one don't want to watch that game. And and, and mm. when Man City are playing sport in Lisbon, no one don't really care about that game. Everyone wants to watch when Man City play against Atletico Madrid and yeah. you know against the, against the top tier teams. So that's why they've yeah. changed our format of the of the of the competition. So that's what they're doing now. They're doing that. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the quality is better. It just means that what they're trying to do is they're trying to squeeze as much money out of it out of the product as they possibly mm-hmm. can. So I think that the level of player now, I mean, that's why we've got a, a player of Party. Party wasn't even in Europe last year. But he was mm. earning a million pounds a month. Yeah. Uh, you've got some Champions League players that probably don't earn a million pounds in the whole season. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So the I, get, I get what you're saying. So I get completely what you're saying, Bobby. I understand what you're saying. But I want to take you back to the point that you actually made, which was apart from the top, the teams that are in the final, and you mm. compare the teams that are in the final of the Champions League compared to the teams that are in the final of 
the Europa League. Well, not that I'm saying that next season I expect us to be in the final of the Champions League if we get into it, or even the season after. But I want to be competing. I, yeah. I want us to be signing players that are good enough that we have the possibility of getting to the final. Yeah, that's I, I, I don't yeah. want to just go in to make up the numbers. But I mean, have you seen that? Have you seen that we've we're linked with this um, Hoffenheim defensive midfielder, uh, Grealish or Gillish or something? Yeah, yeah, I have seen yeah. the links. Yeah. yeah, and if you look at his stats from the Bundesliga, they're absolutely fantastic. He's played mm. like thirty-eight games a season every mm. year. Um, yeah, just been a very solid player. He, he never gets substituted. Isn't he available on a free as well? He's free. He's an Austrian. Yeah, Austrian. I heard that. Austrian yeah. international. He's got yeah. like sixty Austria caps. He's mm. like he's not he's, he doesn't get yellow cards or I don't think he's I think mm. he's had two, like two yellow, yellow card two red mm. cards in his in his whole career mm. and like two red cards in the last four I mean two yellow cards in the last four years something like well, that. That's, that's until he gets shafted by the English Premier League player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course, yeah. But it's like he's a he's a, he's a good player. Thirty four shirt. But my point is, is like. Yeah. He's not the kind of player who you would think he was a Champions League level player. Yeah, I hear you, yeah. And then when I look at Tommy Yasu, who we signed, um, and then when you think about the grief that Ramsdale was getting in our chat, these aren't mm. the kind of players who you would assume that would be Champions League level players. But mm. under the right manager, under the right badge, the Arsenal badge, and with the right chemistry and teammates around mm. you, you can easily become Champions League players. You know, yeah. when you look at the, when you think about, think back to the, think back to the fact that we were in the Champions League for 16 years, but we yeah. never, Shama. ever, ever had a chance to win it. Shamak and Bentner and them, Those players that were in it, Champions League level players, because mm. your Ben Ayunes and your Manu Royals and your BFGs, mm. who were in it every single year, they weren't Champions <laughs> League level players. Yeah. So, you know, for me, there's there's a tough there's, one, man. There's like six, four to six top level teams in the Champions League, but it's now getting smaller. Where it's not mm. to do with the brand, it's to do with the actual team. And I mean, look, we're Ten Hag with the, with his Ajax team. Even though Ajax have got a great name, none of those players were um, were what, what you call top class players at the time. They were all young stars, weren't they? Mm. You know, so. That's kind of changed the mold. The way that Sevilla have won three three Europas, you know, it's not always the mm. grand team that wins the Champions League. Sometimes it's the best team and the best chemistry. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think the football, the 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 um, landscape is kind of changing, and yeah. hopefully we can be at the forefront of that. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um, we'll go to the comments uh, here. Jim Everton are like Daesh era Burnley now, uh, so I'd fear them. Um, we've got Russ saying, um, and we apparently shored up the defence. Um, and lastly, we've got Russ saying, last clean sheet we had, Leno was in goal. Um, just, to, just to kind of give my thoughts on the top four. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's mad because um, I, I'm not going to sit here and predict we're going to finish top four. I'm not going to sit here and predict like we're going to finish fifth, sixth or whatever. Because I think one thing this season has taught me is that we just really don't know what's going to happen from game to game. Um, like literally, it's it's been you know I, I watched um the fans forum the other day. I didn't watch it. I, I read up on it, and I think you know Josh Cronke summed it up pretty well when he said it's been somewhat of a roller coaster, and it and it and it has. Um, and I don't think anybody can predict what's going to happen between now and the end of the season. Um, it could be wrapped up probably you know during the the next round of fixtures, 
or it might go, you know, right down to the last game of the season. Um, and I'm really not sure whether we can do it or not. My, my gut feeling is telling me that um, it's not going to go our way. That's my gut feeling is telling me it's not going to go our way uh, for whatever reason. Um, at the same time, I really do want us to get Champions League football. And I do understand the narratives and the arguments that we might not necessarily be ready for it. But I just feel, and, and we are, you know, probably ahead of schedule in terms of like Arteta's process. At the same time, I just feel like there's nothing wrong with potentially accelerating that process somewhat. Um, and it has been a long time. And I think, you know, what, I, a, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is, I don't, you know, what I, th- I feel as well. I feel like a lot of it as Arsenal fans, it's not even so much about the Champions League. I think it's a lot of it is about the fact that if we don't get it, it means Tottenham are going to get it. I think there's, I think a lot of it is that. I think a lot of it is to do with the actual rivalry. And ultimately, the top four decider means we either finish above or below our North London rivals. I think that has a massive part to play in why so many of us at this point are desperate to get top four. Because I said at the, end, at the beginning of the season, I'd be happy with fifth or six. And that has somewhat changed, obviously, because of the way the team's performed, the results we've got. But a massive part of that is because the team we're actually competing with is Spurs. That plays a massive part. Um, so we don't really want to swallow that pill and obviously miss out on the top four and, and see, you know, the likes of Spurs get it. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be tricky between now and the end of the season. My gut instinct is telling me, you know, we're not going to quite get there. Um, but at the same time, as much as I'll be disappointed, I'll be happy if we finish fifth. Um, like you said, Bobby, I think it would be, um, it still would be a very successful season. Um, as Stephen said, it possibly will have an impact on, on on some of our potential targets. But I guess, you know, we'll only know that um, come the summer and come the end of the window. Um, but yeah, that pretty much kind of wraps up the show. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing in terms of... Um, Newcastle uh, preview. Um, I guess, you know, we, we'll have a chat and we'll decide what's going on tomorrow because um, I know we might be, some of us might be on another channel, which is um, a Newcastle uh, platform channel. Uh, we might even do a lock-in uh, to preview, obviously, Newcastle. It's a bit different this weekend because obviously our game's on our games on Monday. So if we don't do something tomorrow, we, we might even do something on Sunday. I, I don't really know what's going to happen, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Um, before we go, obviously... Um, Stephen, any last thoughts? Uh, anything else you know you want to add? And obviously, anybody in the chat, if you want to post any kind of questions or thoughts before we wrap things up, please do put them in the chat now. Yeah, I was just checking there while you were talking um, in terms of the, the odds for the top four. Yeah, because um, obviously, you know, we're that, still favourites. I think. Yeah, no, we're not. Are we not? I've okay. checked two different bookmakers that I would, two bookies that I've used. Okay. Uh, like and the, you know, like occasionally use both have both teams at five to six. Okay, join it. So there's no favorite with the boogies over who's going to finish top four. Mm. Mm. Can't split them. Um, yeah. yeah um, final thought: disappointing result. Um, uh, ref ruined it at mm. the start, holding. Her should have done better. Um, it is what it is, though. And as Arteta said, you know, it's kind of we've got to put it behind us now and focus on the next two games. Yeah, it's still in our hands. Um, we need to get the results. Nothing, you know, that's it. We have yeah. got to get the results. Yeah. 
No, I hear you. Before before I come to you, Bobby, on, on, on last thoughts, obviously Jim's put in a question here um, and I'll come to you first on this, Bobby. Uh, quick question, Laka or Eddie, which do you start in the next two games? Stick with Eddie. Yeah. Stephen? Laka. Okay. There you hear. Uh, for me, I ain't got a bloody clue. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I really don't know, man. Um, I. I think. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Um, so I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna leave it with that. Uh, Bobby, any last thoughts before we obviously wrap up um, tonight's show? Uh, last thoughts for me. Um, so a lot of the same. What Stephen just said. Yeah. Uh, gutted that we lost. Um, gutted that we lost in the way that we lost. Um, I'm not. Um, a bit like a bit like Mikel, I'm not gutted with the players because they gave their all. But yeah, I thought holding was fucking stupid. But we know mm -hmm. he's not the best centre back in the Prem. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eddie, Eddie was disappointing. A couple of yeah. things that he did really pissed me off. Did you see that back heel thing that he did? Yeah, that uh, that annoyed me. Really well, pissed me off. That did because listen, he could have just, just laid Martinelli ahead, listen, and then yeah, he could have got round. Um, we were lucky. We were lucky to get that. something there. Um, yeah. And I suppose just like um, it's 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 what our fan base does, isn't it? We lose, mm -hmm. and everything's you know everything's the worst thing since sliced bread. It's never good to lose a, a derby. It's yeah. never ever good to lose a derby, of course. But yeah. we've lost derbies before and won the league. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I just think tonight we've just got to be a little bit realistic and mm -hmm. see where 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 we are at and where their teams at. Mm -hmm. They should be beating us. Mm. And the only reason they beat us is because they had the referee's help. Mm. Said that the first penalty wasn't a penalty. Rob Holding, shit bastard. Oops, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Stephen. Don't sack me, kid. I'm still there for you. I'm going to learn. These remember I said to you, I've got things to learn. These are the things I got to learn. I keep on thinking of just chatting, mate. Sorry, but Rob Holding anyway. Rob Holding. He done my head in tonight, man. Sorry. Yeah, man. Um, because I just think he was unnecessary. We was in control of that game before that. Mm -hmm. um, and a half, uh, there's, I'm 50-50 on the pen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Because someone sent me what Cedric did afterwards. And yeah. if you look at him, not even looking at the ball mm. and just basically barging into Sun. Mm. But, you know, if Kieran Tierney is fit, Mm. Tommy Asu's right back and Cedric's not yeah. even on the pitch you yeah. know what I'm saying so I'm thinking if we go to Tottenham tonight with our strongest team it's not even a contest and mm. and, and that's what gives me hope yeah. um, I hear you. So, so for me I think that's what that's the message that, that Bobby Brownell wants to share if we'd have gone there with our strongest team we have to be positive if we'd gone with, mm. I'm not talking about the strongest team with signings I'm talking about the strongest mm. team that we that with the signings that we've got now Quarantini yeah. uh, was fit. If Party was fit, you know, if Tommy Asu was right back, mm. we're winning that game. We know that um, for a fact. So going forward, when our nut starters are as good as the starters, because mm. we've acquired them in the summer, mm. it's a different Arsenal, and that's the reason why the pundits are shitting themselves because we finished the. Sorry, mm. we finished. You know, we finished fourth or fifth with a team that was third bottom at the beginning of the season in the youngest yeah. Premier League. I keep on saying the same thing over and over, but it's facts, isn't it? It's mm. that those are the facts. Mm. If next season when he buys Jesus, 
when he buys another striker and he buys a midfield and we've got backups for those players, your Tillemans and your, your Hickeys and maybe another centre back of Saliba, you know. And we're and we're rubbish and we and we you know, we're fighting for fourth or whatever, then then we can start to moan and then the pundits yeah. have got a reason to get on us. But other than that, they just haven't, mate. They haven't. So mm. I'm happy, man. Let's 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 stay together as as gooners, let's stay positive. Mm. Um, and um, let's see the bigger picture. And yeah, man, yeah, bring on right. Newcastle. Bring on Newcastle. I'm, I'm going, and I'm going. By the way, first time yeah. with the Gooners in in uh, St James's Park. So wicked. I'm, so, I'm so excited, man. So wicked, excited. wicked, wicked, wicked. Well, you know what? That pretty much wraps up uh, the show. Um, and I think it's perfect timing because my light just went out, ran out of juice, um, which is why it's gone a bit dark. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Um, not the game, like I say, not the game we wanted, not the result we wanted, um, but it is what it is. We go to Newcastle on Monday night, so we move. Do you know what I mean? But you know what? All I can say is, you know, we didn't hide, we didn't run, we didn't shy away. We came on in, we did our thing, you know, because that's what we do here at Cannon Chatter. So, yeah, until next time, people, have a good evening and keep yeah, chatting. Respect.